Hello, everyone, and welcome to week five of the NFL season. I'm joined by Corey Mello and Nick D'Angelo. Today, we're going to be going over briefly the Thursday night football game, and then we will give our top three betting picks of the week, followed by our top three DFS picks at each positional group. Um, and that should wrap things up after that. And then Nick, of course, will give his his dime a dozen parlay where he parlays <laughs> like 50 things together in, in hopes to get even Twelve. money. In that. Twelve, it's in the right? name. Twelve. <laughs> How do you miss that? It's a dozen. Not a big right. dozen, just a... It's too up. bad we did not we weren't able to upload our show from last week because we couldn't figure it out, but Nick did hit his first dime a dozen parlay, so it's unfortunate. Um and we actually all had we all had some pretty good picks, but what was your winnings from as that? As you Nick? follow along this season, I'm just gonna bankroll the diamond dozen starting with twenty dollars. Let's see if we could get to a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Get to a million. Mm-hmm. Prop, Wait, to Nick, but I feel what, like that's going to be zero very soon. Yeah, Probably Nick, what was same. your winnings last week from that? Uh, it was twenty to win eighty-eight. Okay, so so we're up <laughs> eighty-eight. So eighty-eight so this be week. Eighty-eight dollar bet this week. All right, maybe the biggest bet I've ever placed. <laughs> we're going to go for oh, it. Oh, uh, we're ready for it at the end, so that's what people have to look forward to. All right, so let's start it off. Tomorrow night we have the Rams versus the Seahawks. The spread is at two and a half, plus two and a half Seahawks. The Seahawks are at home. Uh, We'll start off with Corey. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Yes. So this is, I like this game a lot. Um, The over-under is 54 and a half this week uh, for this game. Uh, Just a little stats for that. Um, The over has gone in over- the total has gone over in the, this Rams-Seahawks game uh, four out of the last five times. Uh, so it's a nice trend there. Uh, the game did open up at plus one and a half. It, so the line hasn't moved that much um, in total of the spread. It opened up at 53 and a half as well. Um, Rams, 4-1. Um, the last five games against Seattle um, against the spread. Uh, so for my pick, I'm going to be taking the Rams at minus two and a half. Uh, I think last week against the Cardinals, they just kind of fluttered out, um, and they couldn't really contain Kyle Murray. But the Seahawks' offensive line is atrocious. Again, Russell Wilson will be running for his life and trying to make plays. Um, I just don't think that they will have enough plays made to cover the spread nor win this game. So I'm taking Rams minus 2.5 tomorrow. Okay. Nick, do you have any thoughts on this game tomorrow? I think Russ is bound to blow up. I think the Seahawks got a little bit more. uh, They got more reason to win here. Uh, You know, I think they're fighting for a spot and staying competitive in that division. Uh, They know the Rams. They know that offense and the defense, how locked on they are. I think uh, Russ is going to dial up some ways. Expect a big breakout game from none other than Dwayne Eskridge. Heard it here first. <laughs> Throw that in the uh, in the cap in showdown mode, and that's one that's certainly going to win. Jesus. Well, I I'm I'm going to be on Nick's side in this uh, game. I I do think whenever you can get Russell Wilson at home as a dog, I think it's it's smart to take to take Russ there. Uh, I know, and, and it's funny. Corey and I are complete opposite sides. I prefer the under in this game as well. I think sometimes these divisional games, especially maybe if it was a Sunday, I would probably just avoid the over-under. But on a Thursday night, short week, uh, I would take the under. But I, I, they can very well turn into a shootout. Um, but I'm more confident on the Seahawks side than the, than the total. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of uh, just a, a little briefing for tomorrow night's game. But now we'll get into Sunday's game. Um, and we'll go over our favorite betting picks of the week. We're going to rotate, so we'll each have three picks, but we'll start with Corey and rotate through them. All right, perfect. So, start it off. Um, I think one of my favorite picks this week, um, especially after watching the game last week, um, is going to be Tampa Bay minus 10 against Miami. Miami's offense is atrocious with out to uh, Jacoby Brissett. Did not look good. He couldn't throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Everything was underthrown, and the only reason the 
Dolphins even made the game, last week's game against the Colts competitive is because the Colts kind of took their foot off the gas and let the uh, Dolphins kind of move the ball down the field. But other than that, I watched the entire game. Dolphins had no offense whatsoever. Uh, Tampa Bay is 11-1 straight up the last 12 games, 5-0 and straight up again at home. Um, and Miami is 1-4 straight up last five and 0-6 against the spread um, in the last six games versus Tampa. So give me Tampa Bay minus 10. Uh, you know, take it to the bank. It's a good thing uh, Gaskin really stepped up there last week and uh, filled the void, right? <laughs> yeah, no, Miles Gaskin. I probably had... never had a good running back. That's what I'm. I'm just perplexed about. Like, figure it out. Get mm-hmm. someone back there. I don't know. I'm Their getting... line isn't that terrible. I don't know if it's the scheme or what. No I'm, diversity. I'm, that I'll, I'll just say that the Colts' defense have never had pressure on the quarterbacks this entire year, and they got to Brissett, I think four or five times last week. So, and the. The Bucks have arguably the best defensive front, um, and they're just going to feast. So give me minus 10. See you at the window. Yep. All right, Nick, what's your uh, first pick? I like the uh, I like the Bears money line plus 190. Wow. Uh, Justin Fields and Matt Nagy, I think, got a lot to prove. Raiders have been in some good games, have played well with some really – phenomenal teams out there but uh you know i think it's all about the motivation this week i think gruden and and the raiders are going to have that uh hangover from that monday night game and uh bears are going to shock them Mm. you think field shows up i I think it's his breakout game he's got to he's got to start putting it together at some point here if he wants to uh you know stay ahead of the red rocket andy dalton uh no he's got to get it going I think now we're never here in Chicago. I think Dalton's time's done. It, it, it Justin Fields should be starting unless he just absolutely just does terrible. That's the only way they'll go back to Dalton. But I think he's the starter moving forward. I just can't bet any Bears games no. until I, I find out one way or the other. Like he hasn't shown anything to me, so I, I can't bet the Bears. And then on top of that, that offensive line is terrible. And actually, the Raiders' defensive front has not been bad yeah. at all. And I, yep. Justin Fields is going to be running for his life. I mean, that might be once those lines come out for his over under on his rushing props, it might be something to look at to take the over just because, like he said, that offensive line is bad he's a young quarterback young quarterbacks usually go through one maybe two reads and then they a lot of them like to take off and start running um and that's what he did in college so yep. I, that's something i'd be interested in looking at so uh but i yeah. agree with you there on that yeah but money line is whew. good luck on yeah. that nick all right good odds. Good odds. <laughs> uh, my my first pick is i was able to get this very early in the week so I, I can't really I got Jacksonville plus seven and a half before and, and now it's moved all the way down to Jacksonville plus four so I think I was on the right side of that at if Brown and Julio are still out I still like Jacksonville plus four and honestly I don't mind Jacksonville's money line I understand everything with the <laughs> Urban Meyer situation it's terrible but at the end of the day these players are, are going to show up they're not just going to go out there and just like not play like they're they're going to still want to get a win lawrence against this tennessee defense lawrence has actually played some some decent defenses he's going to get this terrible tennessee defense at home divisional game i i i have jacksonville plus seven and a half and a little bit on the money line yeah um so that, that so yeah you can y'all can think what you want i had the jets last week of course but we couldn't post it last week i had the jets money line last you week did, and uh, you went best to that i will give you that but that 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 locker room it to like they have no belief in urban meyer and the fact that he didn't even get on the team plane, he can rally around that though no dude like, I, i've heard that everyone from analysts to former players to other people talking about it that is the most un heard of thing of the head coach not getting on the plane after a loss on the road that that he's lost the locker room he's playing, i'm more he's... worried about that stuff when it's amongst players i mm-hmm. i think these players are gonna tennessee if brown and julio are there yeah it makes me where i still i'm fine with the spread at over plus three mm-hmm. but i would be a little more worried about the money line however I don't think Julio. I think one of the two will still be missing, and that yeah. still makes me like the spread enough. I mean, Seven I, and a half. I'm very confident. 
I didn't hear that. So he missed the team flight. Yeah, no, he he no, he didn't miss. He purposely didn't get on the plane at their Thursday night game so that he could stay in Cincy. And then he drove to Columbus, and then the whole thing broke out with him and that the girl at the bar and him uh, getting yeah. a little handsy. And it he he he. I heard. Uh... I heard he brought her from Southern California when he was signing the deal at USC. <laughs> yeah, his foot's out the door. He's he this, picked up a USC co-ed, brought her to Ohio State. Yeah, this this game is. He's I, had it. He's had it with the NFL. Give Give me Titans minus four and a half. That was my other game I was going to talk about. So, so that all right, I guess that goes to your second pick. For yeah. You. So Jags are two and six against the spread in the last eight. You know, uh, Titans not as I mean they're not doing well either against the spread. They're two and five. Um, the last seven, but against the Jags, they're six and two against the spread. Um, so, and like I said, I, I'm taking Titans minus four and a half. The over under is 48 and a half. Uh, you know, the over is hit in eight of the last nine games for Tennessee on the road, so maybe it's something else to look at. Um, I, I just what's uh, the over under in that game? 48 and a half right now. That could, especially since I like the Jags, I the, like I could see them winning in the like a possible sh- shootout. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, both have bad defenses. Oh, so that, that's my second pick. So I guess PB Knight. So Nick, go on to your uh, your next game pick. that you're looking at. I like the uh, Packers minus three on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Seems like a ridiculous line to me. Yeah, um, I don't understand why people think the Bengals are good, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to throw for 500 yards. <laughs> Devontae Adams is. Easily going to put up 40 points this week. Um, I'm not sure who's going to stop them, but uh, I'm sure they're looking at applications right now in Cincinnati trying to find someone off the street to uh, cover that guy. Yeah, no, I... Uh, that, Look, I think you completely underestimate the Bengals' defense. Uh, not, they're terrible. Okay. Tell me one playmaker on that team. I don't know. Trey Hendrickson could have won like Defensive Player of the Year last year. Does that ring a bell? Last year. What's he done this year? How many sacks? Well, great. Two. The Bengals' defense has been solid. Yeah, but they've they, played. I mean, I mean you're, you're talking about banged up, this, ugly this, Steelers not, team. Like, what? Let's get the this, list. This out. is like one of those games where I don't – I'm not betting it at all because it's the line's too fishy. And if I had to pick a side, like, the public's going to be all over – Green Bay here at that yes, number. It should be. It, it, it's probably this is one you stay away from, or you bet the Bengals side. In no, my opinion, no, I, I'm I'm with Nick. I'm taking Green. I saw that line open up, and I'm like, why? Why in the hell is Green Bay only minus three? I, okay, they're on the road, but when you have Aaron Rodgers, you know the reigning MVP against Joey Burrow, who and you know that Zach Taylor's offense, who if they get down, like they just air raid, and I I think that the even with the Packers. Secondary being very banged up, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. I don't think they'll be able to score enough points to even keep up with the Packers and the scheming. I mean, you saw it last week against. I mean, the Steelers' defense is not anything to blink against, and Aaron Rodgers was moving the ball very efficiently on them. They're running the ball on the Steelers', Steelers. defense is overrated. Their 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 line their line is good, but their secondary isn't anything to. No, but you know the Packers are out with back back back. Oh my God. Bakhtiari. yeah, And, like, yeah, it didn't really make a difference. And I, I just think that with Green Bay, the way they're playing, I think they are going to absolutely destroy Cincinnati. Won't even be close. Um, you know, Green Bay is 11-4 against spread against AFC teams, 6-2 six and, six and two against spread in the last eight. Um, and I just think are you that, is this your th- are you is this your third pick as well? Yeah, this is my third pick. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So you guys. Yeah, I've been on the same line. Long, so you, you can just. Yeah. bouncing it back perfectly with yeah. one another. All right, what's your next pick, peeps? My my second pick is the 49ers plus five and a half against the Cardinals. Um, this is another one of those. I love being able to get these divisional games when they're at home, just like the Jags. 49ers at home, and then who's starting at quarterback most likely? Trey Lance. Trey Lance was my favorite rookie quarterback coming into this year. And I, I think he, he just shows up. I, I think this is going to be a lot closer of a game than people think. Everyone's high on the Cardinals. And this is another one of those, like last week, when I discussed how betting teams that are 0-3 against the spread has historically been profitable. Right now, the Cardinals are 3-1 and against the spread. The 49ers are 1-3 and against the spread. 
usually they'll make those those uh spreads a little looser than they should this should probably be more like a plus three or a plus three and a half and you're getting five and a half so I do like uh, the 49ers at plus five. I think they're a great team to include in teasers, getting it through the key numbers of seven and 10 as well to mm-hmm. get to 11 and a half. So I have them in some teasers as well. But I just think um, um, the Cardinals are going to face like a very good quarterback in Trey Lance, and they're going to keep it. This is this could turn into a crazy, crazy shootout. Yeah. Well, I mean, it very well could be. I just – I mean, his first first rookie start, I just I'd stay away from that just because you don't know exactly what. I mean, he came in last week, but I mean, a lot Went of his well for fields, of, right? What? <laughs> Went well for Fields. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, like Trey Lance last week. The only reason he had so many like passing yards, he hit a wide open yeah, with Samuel, and that was like a I'm, 60, 75 yard touchdown. Other than that, I mean, mistakes. he has you know he has the rushing upside. I just I don't I don't like the bet rookie quarterbacks in their first start just because you don't know yeah, how they're going to perform. So maybe next week I'll be on that train, but other than that, I'm, I'll, I'll so stay away. You went, You had your three picks. Oh, Corey, or Nick, what's your third one? Uh, before I dive into mine, I'm just going to say Trey Lance for me is guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> 49% completion in the preseason. Not going to fly with me. I don't think he's going to be good. He's got bust written all over him. Uh, consider this guy the next Josh Rosen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so to go into my next pick, I uh, like the Lions plus eight and a half over the Vikings. Um, I think they're I think they're just they just they got to get a win here. It's, what is it with you and the Lions? You thought the Lions were going to beat the Bears last week. What is it you on this Lions train? The, they got the energy in the locker room. I like the interviews with uh, Jamal Williams. He, he kind of gets me pumped up for some Lions football. And uh, that's pretty much my only reason for taking the Lions in back-to-back weeks here. Uh, pretty terrible football team outside of those interviews. But, uh, you know, here for the media. There you go. Nothing like putting your money on Jamal Williams' locker room. Well, media. I mean, they have they have been in most. I mean, not right. most games. They have been in the game, so I, I don't mind it. But I mean, if anything, I I tease it down. Uh, the the yeah, line I mean, is with some injuries. Close. Like this is one of those games where it could be like how the Bills and Texans. Like this could be the Vikings steamrolling the the Lions, in my opinion. But that. I think they actually Vikings actually have a good defense. Uh, watched them last week against the Browns. Besides Baker missing. You're taking the lines. Terrible amount of passes. Um, pretty solid pass for us. I like Daniel Hunter. He's a good, good player. All right. Like taking the lines. Still taking the lines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, uh, oh yeah, my last pick. I know Nick will probably be on my side as a Browns fan, but Browns plus two and a half. We've seen what the Chargers do. They do not give anything to the passing game. Brandon Staley has been is the lead candidate. I'd bet him to be coach of the year right now. You can still get him at like plus 800. He, he's just done an incredible job uh, during his first season. He he doesn't, they don't give anything. They've held Mahomes, Dak. We just saw Derek Carr after he threw like three, 400 yard game struggle. He, they, what they, their game plan is like, you have to beat them in the running game. And what team, does the like has the best running game or at least the top two three running game in the NFL is the Browns. They have the duo threat of Hunt and Chubb. I think it's gonna give the Chargers nightmares. Um, and the, the I don't think they'll the, the Browns rely on the running game to win, and I think that's how they will win this game. So I think the Browns plus two and a half is a great bet. Okay, might be the only time you hear me say this, but I actually like the Chargers this week. Uh, we're we're gonna miss our left what? tackle. I know, crazy. We're we're gonna miss our left tackle, Jedrick Wills. Uh, Joey Bosa is gonna eat up this second year left tackle out of Cincinnati. Uh, the guy's just got cement feet. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, everyone's blown by him. Uh, it's it's not great. I think you know that's gonna hurt the run game. Like you said, Baker coming off of pretty big uh, struggle of a game passing 
they're not going to be able to switch it up. And I think they're just going to load the box and, uh, and shut us down. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there's a lot of some disagreements here on this one. So we'll see who, who's, who's right when we come back next week, but that's, that's kind of our, uh, run through with some of our betting picks and we'll each give out now one player prop in this week's slate that we like. So we'll start with you, Corey. Um, I'm going to, you, if you have any, if you don't have any, you can, no, I, I got, I got one. Um, Tomorrow night, um, I'm going to take Woods anytime touchdown at plus 125. He hasn't gotten the end zone yet. He hasn't been really involved. McVeigh came out. Bob this Woods. Week. Yeah, Bobby Woods. McVeigh came out this week. He's making then, it out of the woods. Yeah, he's he needs to. He's he's you know he's lost. So I think McVeigh's going to go into the woods, find him, bring him out, and he's going to get in at plus 125. So um, I, like I, I think he he's like only out of the receiving core for both teams next uh, tomorrow night. I think he's the only one with uh, plus money uh, for receiving props. So I'm going to take him plus 125. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like that bet a lot. Nick, do you have any? Um, yeah. McVeigh, McVeigh going on, McVeigh did say he wanted to get Woods more involved mm-hmm. as well. So, Nick, do you have any player props this weekend? Yep, I'm going to stay consistent here, fading that trash Bengals defense. I think Aaron Jones over 63.5 rushing yards. Absolute lock. I see, you know, Green Bay is going to go up big, start feeding the rock, pounding it down their throats, you know. It's going to pick up a lot of yards. If that's not the game plan, I think LaFleur, Peter LaFleur, is, uh, <laughs> he's always got something crafty designed to the run game, and, and he could get that even, even if it's close. So, yeah. it, I'm telling you, Bengals defense underrated. No. We'll see how it pans out. My, my player prop is actually – Rodgers under 24 and a half completions um, in that game. Rodgers has not hit. He's the highest he's gotten this year is 23. He has not gone over that once this year so far. Mm-hmm. And his player prop is at 24 and a half. So I think his under going against what I've said already. I think the Bengals defense is, is solid. And uh, yeah, so that, that kind of um, ends this segment on our Pixel League. Now we'll head over to the main slate for DFS, and we'll each give, uh, starting with Corey, he'll give his top three quarterback plays of the week. Then we'll go into Nick and myself. We're going to call a quick TV timeout here. we got to get the Diamond Dozen picks in. That, no, that's at the end, Nick. That, that's, Come on, you're skipping over me. <laughs> that's the last thing we do. All right. All right everyone fine. looks forward to at the end. Is yeah. your Diamond Dozen parlay. It's the highlight. All right. That's what everyone's waiting for. Exactly. We'll <laughs> always end the show with that. To see if you still have any money left in your bank from rolling it over. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, Probably so not. into uh, DFS quarterbacks, my top three plays. Uh, oh, and just as we do this, we're going to be doing a high tier, mid tier, and low tier at each position just yeah. to, so you don't just give out three studs. So go ahead. Uh, going against PB again, Aaron Rodgers, my high pick. I, again, I just don't think that the uh, the Bengals are all that, and I think he'll just throw the ball across the field, up and down, and they will score a lot of points. And I think he's going to have three touchdowns at least this week throwing the ball. Uh, mid-tier is going to be Kirk Cousins. I think he's still undervalued at his price. Um, at He's around like 62, 6,300. Um, I mean, I guess like a little bit more than higher than mid, um, but he has the receiving core to make him a top play this week with uh, Thielen and Jefferson. Uh, I just think, I know they're more of a run first team, but the Lions defense is atrocious. Um, they just released Jamie Collins. They they just, give me Cousins. He's been playing well. Um, and then for low tier is going to be uh, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes against the Cowboys who did play well last week, but the way Daniel Jones runs the ball, his upside is is too uh, is too high for his price at where he is. Uh, so those are gonna be my top three plays of the week. Okay. Uh, Nick, your top three of the week. Um, for QB. Yeah. Yep. Uh, right. So from some of the more expensive quarterbacks, um, I like uh, Dak Prescott in this one. I think that's probably gonna be the highest scoring game. I don't know why, but uh, just a hunch. Um, mid-tier, I kind of like uh, 
Danny Dimes, same game. And then low tier, I think Trevor Lawrence could have that breakout game. Maybe with no head coach and leadership, he kind of takes that as an opportunity to step up as a leader on and off the field. Um, it's it's pretty easy to bet on a number one pick, too. So uh, we'll right. see what he's got. We'll see. All right, I, 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 like, I, like those, I like, I I can say between your two, I like I like Nick's more. I like that those three. Right. Aaron Rodgers ugh, this week against the Bengals. And Kirk Cousins is usually always just, uh, I hate playing Kirk Cousins. He's been playing well. He's so always solid, though. He, he been, I, for cash games, yeah, I mean, I guess specifying cash or tournaments, tournaments he just, there's no upside. Last week I he mean, didn't play well, but he the previous weeks he's been very, very well. So for me, it starts out at the the top uh, high tier. I'm just going straight to Kyler. I mean, he's the MVP leading candidate, and what I think is could be a shootout against the 49ers. Um, I mean, give me give me Kyler, and then that brings me right into my next mid tier pick, which is Trey Lance at 5700. I think they, like DraftKings knew if they if they would have priced. Trey Lance at like five thousand. Every single person. Has, he, has he been confirmed as a starter yet? If he's so, if he's not starting, then no. Yeah, it's, I I don't think he's going to start. I think Jimmy G. Jimmy is, G is still questionable. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I I still think Lance ends up playing. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, then yeah, I like Daniel Jones at six thousand because mm-hmm. he's three hundred more than Lance. He's a very very good play this week. Um, but yeah, Kyler at the top, Lance if he plays in the middle, and then. This is not – I don't really like him in tournaments, but Jared Goff at 5,200, he's met cash game value. Usually you want like a 3X out of your like quarterback, and at 5,200, he's met like almost 4X three out of four weeks. So I, I do like Jared Goff a little bit yep. Um, yep. cash yep. game. But <laughs> Just I won't a personal play in note for you, PB, how are you feeling about your QB, Jameis Winston, being cheaper than Trey Lance, a quarterback who is yet to be the confirmed starter. <laughs> well, because fantasy is different than real life, uh, Winston got taken out for Taysom Hill in like the third quarter, which was a major mistake. So I can't rely on like coaching decisions mm. and the way that the, they operate on like the goal line. It's just he he hasn't been the best fantasy player. He's been a great in real life quarterback, in my opinion, but. Anyway, I know you're just trying to get under my nerves with that. that <laughs> um, I said, but, you, how are you feeling? You know, yeah, no, I, Lance, if he started, he scored, Lance scored 20 fantasy points in two quarters. I mean, that's enough said. He he runs the ball. He ran seven times for 40 yards and a, and a half. Because he He's can't gonna, throw. Yeah. He can't. He threw, for, he threw two touchdowns. What are you talking about? He threw, what are you talking about? He had like 200 yards a half or something. All right, Jesus. One deep ball. I don't know. Forty nine percent in the in the All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Those are my those are my picks. So now we'll go to Corey for his top three running back players. Um, top three, Chubb number one. Um, again, we we highlighted earlier Chubb. Um, you know, if they do split the backfield, and I know PB doesn't like playing Chubb in tournaments just because of that reason. Uh, Chubb still has you know the opportunity to break one for. I guess Hunt does too, but uh, we've seen Chubb do in the past more often than Hunt has. Um, and I just, the where he, where he's priced, um, I think he's like 7,000, 7,700, 7, no, 6,700. 6, so even better. So play him. Sorry to throw him in the no, tournament. I, Corey, you're right. And normally I don't like playing Chubb in tournaments. This week is an exception because he's under 7K and he's facing a weak Chargers yeah. defense. So give me that. So, um, and then actually both my running next two running backs are kind of around the same value. Uh, Damien Harris, um, they... Patriots had negative one rushing yards against the Bucs. Um, I don't think Bill Belichick liked that. I know Bill Belichick goes with the hot hand, and I just – Damian Harris is the best back there. Brandon Bolden came in multiple times last week and didn't do anything. Damian Harris didn't do anything either, but uh, I – Brandon Bolden had a decent he's – a, he's, the, he's the James White. Yeah, okay. Yep. But just, Still so in for James Damian, White. I, I think he runs a lot harder than uh, Damian Harris, too. I, I, don't I think I, he could he could be a potential breakout candidate this year. No, I no. I don't know about take that. take <laughs> take that take and throw it out the window because that's a terrible take. <laughs> um, and then my next play is gonna be Lenny Fournette. 
Um, Lenny Fournette versus the terrible Dolphins. He is below 5K. He, I mean, they ran all over the Patriots last week. Um, Rojo. I think uh, I think he's established himself as the lead back oh, in yeah. Tampa, too. Oh, yeah. He, he for right? sure is. Yeah. yeah. Ronald Jones yeah. is by far not he might have, thought yeah. he would be. Ronald Jones might have the stadium named after him, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Lenny Kravitz is here to stay. Yeah. So those, those are my plays. I think, you know, I think Len Fournette's going to have a huge week. Though I do think he's going to be highly owned just because people saw what the, uh, the Colts terrible offensive line beat up offensive line did last week to the Dolphins I think it's just going to be a blowout game I think Lem Fournette's going to carry the uh the Bucks to win all right Nick who's your uh who's your, who's your uh, running backs top three I really like Chase Edmonds this week um I know James Connor's been getting a ton of work he had a pretty pretty big fantasy week last week but I think with San Francisco, they're going to have to switch it up. I, I just think they're going to feed him the rock. I don't know. Like Chase Edmonds, um, I think that if you had to go for a top-tier guy, I mean, Derrick Henry's obviously got the best matchup. But um, I also kind of like Aaron Jones, back to chewing up that Cincy defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Uh, my my top three are is if Dalvin is a full go against the Lions, give me Dalvin Cook over Henry at like a six hundred dollar discount. However, Dalvin limited, then it's Henry. So it's one of those two studs. I'm gonna probably have a lot of um, both have incredible matchups. Derrick Henry, if he starts getting used in the passing game more, I mean, it's a wrap. Like he's like the fantasy RB one. You probably just got to play him every week on, like, DraftKings. You got a new McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> like, even it's like McCaffrey on steroids because of what he does on the ground. Like, yeah, ridiculous. So, he, he's, like, the upper tier. Uh, mid-tier, uh, Fournette, like you said, he's, he's a great DFS player this week. He has taken over this Tampa Bay backfield. Um, he's, two, yeah, he's, like, 5,200. He's too involved in the passing game and at the goal line. He's a great play. And then low tier, man, it's crazy how many Bengals I'm having this week. Samaji P. Ryan at 4K. I know. The re- this is only if Mixon is out, obviously. Yeah. If, but- if Mixon is out and P. Ryan is announced as the back, he is at 4K. You're getting a lead back at 4K on DraftKings, which is rare you'll ever get. Like, even like in. in Previous years, DraftKings was bad at pricing running backs to where it's mm-hmm. you could get four thousand dollar running backs. This year, it's like they have backups priced at like five, six thousand, just in case. But they didn't do they didn't do that with them. I'm telling you, if Mixon's out, P. Ryan, he's he's a decent play. He, he's like he's a cat. Maybe not in tournaments because he probably has some limited upside. But in cash games. It's gonna be tough not to play a P Ryan. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll give you cash games, but Samaj P Ryan is making me throw up in my mouth just saying that. Name. I don't know. Bolden's the same price, so it's like pretty hard for me to. Uh... You'd rather you'd rather play a, a RB two in a Patriots offense than than the Bengals lead back. I'd rather play Rex Burkhead than Samaj P Ryan. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You're Fair ridiculous. Enough. I'll bet you P Ryan if he starts has a better week than Rex Burkhead. <laughs> there's, just, there's actually like a decent amount of options at the four thousand level. You know, you could get uh, Amir no. Abdullah. Nobody here's no. Fields. No. Philip Lindsay. No. I mean, those are all terrible plays. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's get into yeah. receivers for you. All right, um, so low tier. I'm gonna start low this time. Chenault, um, you know, he is gonna be more involved um, with the injury to the wide receiving core of Jacksonville. Um, who who's received that? Just put on IR. Keelan uh, Cole, DJ Chark, DJ Chark. <laughs> yeah, DJ Chark. He's on IR. So Chenault's gonna move up. Um, he was already involved in the passing game a lot before. Uh, so I like him. Uh, mid-tier, I'm going to go with either Antonio Brown um, or Adam Thielen. Uh, they're kind of – Thielen's going to be a little bit more expensive than Brown. Brown's at 5,200. Um, but 
Uh, like I said, I, the Dolphins, I, they're just going to give up points to the Bucks. Um, and then again, back onto Thielen. Thielen against, you know, they're going to be throwing the ball. Detroit, terrible defense. Um, he's stealing it. I, he's stealing it. He's been stealing it this entire year. Um, so I, I like him as well. Um, and then obviously, since I like Rodgers, I like Adams too. So those are my three picks, four picks, I should say. Nick, um, yep. your top three receiver picks. Um, I think I like Tyler Boyd because Jari Alexander's probably going to take uh, Jamar Chase out. Jari Alexander's not playing again. Don't sleep on the Bengals this week. Sleeping. All right. Well, I'm going to need to come back to that one. That changes my thought process there. You want me to go? I'm going to go right at it with. Uh, I got to re- rebound strong here. Um, Dark Horse. Uh, he's a giant. He had an explosive week last week. Big plays. He used to have a big name. People forgot about him, but comeback season starts now. John Ross the third, baby. <laughs> here he comes. Dallas is going to... Are you trying Are you trying to give people like losing picks just so like your lineup is better? <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it's, it literally yeah. sounds like. All the picks, you're just, you're just trying to make people spend money just so you cannot play these players and just beat Break them. It down to the game. Break it down to the game script. Oh Saquon is not even going to be used this game. Galladay can't catch for the life of them. Everyone else is hurt. John yeah. Ross is going to step up. They're going to need to score points. Danny Dimes chucking it deep. That's my number one stack right there this week. Danny Dimes, <laughs> John Ross the third. I mean, it's in the middle. Uh, can you yeah. can you send me some like head to heads on DraftKings? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, invite me into those two, please. I would uh, gladly <laughs> take your money this week, Nick. <laughs> please, as many as you want. You send them my way. <laughs> All right, PB, go into it. Okay, so I at the top best best like overall receiver Adams. Um, so yes, I like the Bengals, but what Adams does on oh. the offensive side, yeah, I like I can like Adams yeah. too. Don't sleep on the Packers. He, I he guess. has a 35, 40 percent target here. <laughs> if if I have under Rogers twenty four and a half completions, well, all twenty four of them could be to Adams. Like mm. so, yes, I like Adams. Um, Did he have like just, eighteen targets that one week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy. He, he has a 35, 40% target share with Aaron Rodgers. That's a, it's enough said. He's he should be priced at over nine thousand every week, and if he's not, you should probably play him in all your cash games and in a lot of tournaments. So Adams at the top targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then at, at the mid tier range, one of Godwin or Lamb. I can't. I, it's tough to decide, but I'll probably just. I'll have more Dak, so I'll probably have a little bit more Lamb, but Godwin's a better cash game play. So at that price tier, Godwin in cash and Lamb better probably for tournaments, I'd say. Um, And then at the bottom tier, they did not price him up from last week, and they made a huge mistake. 3,000 Curtis Samuel. Uh, Diami Brown is now out. Logan Thomas is out on IR. And now you you're playing uh, the Washington Washington's playing the Saints, I, and then Lattimore should be on McLaurin. So I, like that I think yeah, Curtis Samuel is going to be a very. I mean, he's a cash game play. He's a good tournament play. He's just like he's the best punt receiver for yeah, sure. He's probably week. be pretty chalky this yeah. week if I had to guess, just with his pricing yeah. and the injuries. That yeah, are, he'll be he'll be he'll be owned this week, but he's he's a good play. And Can we get a percent owned look on that? It says here that he's questionable. Do we know what the injury is? Um, let me. It's I don't, let, me keep, let me. Let me quickly have a projection on his, uh, his groin. But, but right, it's uh, groin. Who? Samuel. It's his groin Curtis. from. That's who he was out for the first three games. Yeah, but he's just questionable. He he played last week limited. He'll probably increase his, his snaps this week. Yeah, you know, right he now he's I like his potential last week. He, you know, he's obviously going to start a little slow coming back, but yeah. uh, you know, picking up four catches for a measly twenty yards, you you know, he's at least getting the looks. I think his yards after catches will pick up as time goes on. Just he's like four for fifty for a cash game. Yeah, That's like all he needs. It's he's a very good. He's the best pump player receiver. He's going to get the looks. Yeah. So volume is there. Yep. 
So now we'll go into tight ends, Corey. Dude, tight ends are the, the grossest things I to look at. Like you, you go off the first two, you're like, it's like Darren Waller, if Kelsey's on main slate, Kelsey, and then it drops to like yep. 4,500. It's it's weird. Um, but I think one of the most chalkiest plays this week is probably me Schultz for the Cowboys just fell off the last two weeks. He has three touchdowns. Um, he's getting the looks. Um, I'm pretty sure he had like six, seven, six or seven receptions last week. Um, so that he's my mid tier. I mean, mid tier. I mean, what? If not, like, it would be like mid tier for a tight end. Yeah. So. If you're if you're not playing Kelsey, which you can't this week on main site, you're. I mean, yeah. if you want to spend up for Waller, you can. You can get different, I guess, and play him as a flex position in a tournament. But I mean, that's I. I think at seventy two hundred, I'd rather have someone else there than than Waller. But um, and then Hooper. Uh, for the Browns, I mean, again, he's getting looks. Uh, I don't really love it, but at three thousand, I'll, I mean, I'll throw him in there just because one. I mean, Browns I think are you're so playing for a touchdown on that. Yeah, I mean, no, you, I mean, he, right, you that, are. He's a better tournament, maybe, yeah, but I mean, I'll have a zero. Of the thing is, like, he's so talented. They just don't ever, they don't ever really use him. It's they, like they, you, you know, all the bootlegs him. and play actions are designed for those short routes. He right. runs a lot of them, but you get Harrison Bryant and David Njoku, who are very fluidly. I can I can understand you saying David Njoku's talented, but I don't want to hear you saying Austin Hooper is talented. He's not. He's, he's in the NFL. He's talented, but at the NFL level, I'd rather like Njoku. I can see is like a freak I, athlete. Hooper just of, plays more. That's I mean he he plays yeah. the most there. I mean they paid him for I a just, reason. He he. I, like I said, it's it's gross. It's not a great play. But like, why play tight ends in committees? Why not just play a tight end that has get like is by himself? Like Gesicki. Yeah, or Ingram. That'll, I'll get into my pick. But. Well, okay. Well, oh. but and then my last one's Goddard mid tier again. I mean, they're playing the Panthers. Panthers just kind of beat up their defense again today. I mean, I, I expect the Eagles to be down in this game. They're be throwing the ball. Ertz has been used more than probably a lot of people thought this year, just with his relationship Last towards two that. Weeks. Yeah, with his yeah. relationship to the organization, a lot of people thought that he'd be traded by now. He's not. He's kind of still there. He's still kind. Of, I mean, he's not producing, but he's taking targets away from Goddard. Goddard obviously is still the better tight end. So I mean, I, I'll take him at sub four hundred or four thousand. So Nick, who's your? Uh, that was uh, that was my bottom feeder pick for thirty four hundred. Zach Ertz. Uh, the past two weeks, he's he's scored over 12 points, um, you know, averaging five receptions. That's pretty good for that level. Um, but my favorite play of the week is Mike Kosicki. Yeah. I think him and Jacoby seem to have the best connection on the team. Uh, Waddle hasn't done too much. Will Fuller's on the IR. Devontae Parker is just going to remain average for the remainder of his career. Um <laughs> as he typically does. So I think Gasicki, you know, he's got he's got the skill for sure, but uh, now he's finally got someone that wants to throw him the ball. Right. And I think they're going to be behind. There's no running option, so he gets the check downs. Um, I think he's just in the perfect situation, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, if you, and if for, you spent... for his price, like he, you know, 4200 a little bit much for a yeah. tight end, but, like, pretty comfortable spot to spend. Uh I don't think you're overpaying for him at 4,200. That's for sure. No, but I, just after last week, that that Miami offense is going backwards, not forwards. So, kind of like my Hooper pick, I will stay away from Jasicki. So, <laughs> PB, <laughs> let's hit, let's hear your gross picks. PB, hit tight on. Yeah, they're all they're all gross, but I like because again, I like Lance. I like Kittle this week. Kittle got 11 targets. He didn't do much with it, but he did. Um, I believe he had a drop touchdown pass, and I think if he could have caught that, he would have been a lot, probably a little bit more expensive and higher on this week. But I don't think he scored a touchdown this year. Half my right, like he, he hasn't. Like he, he's gonna find the end zone soon, and I see it happening with Lance. We we go on to him. You're right, and. That must be why I woke up to a novelty from you this morning, uh, asking for a trade for Kittle. It all makes sense now. <laughs> anyway, uh, second tier pick, I agree with Nick. Shecky is probably like the best mid tier. He's a freak athlete. Jacoby's been looking his way probably more than a lot of besides Waddle. He's like the second look. And the Tampa Bay Bucks, they have a good defensive front, but 
they have a terrible pass defense right now. I mean, they're just getting torched more than any team in the league. Wait, can I, think... I stop you there for a second? What? Can I stop you there for just one second? Yeah. The <laughs> To, you know, take advantage of bad, you know, DBs and corners, you have to have a good quarterback who can throw the ball more than five yards. Brissette cannot okay. do it. But Brissette, <laughs> he has like 12 t- – he kind of t- – he's been like the tight end – Two or three yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Like, I know. What I, do you I, mean he can't yeah. throw the ball deep? Wasn't he the guy that would come in in Indy because Philip Rivers couldn't chuck it deep? Well, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, he just <laughs> threw the ball. He's not accurate. He's, I mean, he was like eight and nine. Gusecki isn't running John Ross, John Ross routes. He's just yeah. middle of the field. He's, okay. He can beat up on this Bucks right. secondary. Final pick, like I said, Ingram. I'd Like, who is it? Hooper at 32? Just give me Ingram, who has the tight end position all to himself he's on the field most of the snaps and he's seen six targets each in his two games back and he gets a dallas defense that has been getting beat by the tight end position so give me ingram as like the the cheaper play great cash game play and and tournament so finally we'll go into defense i hate i don't even know why we do defenses but they're just... i couldn't pick one i was like i i don't want any of them no, well, play, play, play the jaguars and cash games and play your favorite defense other than that that you think there's a D-line, D O-line mismatch. That's like Bucks. it's Give me the, the most random screen. Bucks. They're, 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 they're the highest, one of the highest defenses. Aren't they like 5K? They're 4,200. 47. Right? The Patriots are 49. Yeah, like you, why would you pay that? I'm just, I, I'm just saying if, you, you know, if you're looking for a dominant defensive performance, give me the Bucks. I the thing is we, in these tournament plays, PB, you, you mean like we've always yeah. talked about, you're looking for something different. Yeah, it takes away a lot of salary from. No, no, I agree. Tournaments, tournaments, yeah. play whatever defense you want. Yeah, that's my yeah. Play every defense in your player pool. Yeah. So and then also low tier, give me the uh, the Washington football team. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that one. I think if there's one defense to uh, avoid the hype on is the Carolina Panthers. Everyone's like, okay, you know, top five ranked yeah, defense this week. They played the Jets. They played Jameis Winston and the Saints. Then they played Houston, who hasn't put up more than 10 points all season with this dusty rookie quarterback. <laughs> so mm-hmm. while, you know, the Patriots are 4,900, they might actually be worth it. Uh, if if one person is just an evil devil that likes to chew up and spit out rookie quarterbacks, yeah, it's Bill Belichick. <laughs> okay, we saw it again. Didn't do that uh, again, Zach Wilson. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, back to my Panthers statement: they played an actual offense for the first time all season, and they scored negative four points, led up 36 against the Cowboys. Hard fade. Jace Horn. Uh, their star rookie cornerback torn ACL, done for the season. Fade him. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I like that. Like I said, Jags for cash games or one of those twenty three hundred less defenses for tournaments. I guess the Raiders. Um, I had the Raiders as well. I was the Raiders and the Steelers. Yeah. Going against the Broncos. If Drew Locke's playing. Yikes. Yeah. And the Steelers can still cause some havoc. So that's that's. If you're paying up, those are my favorite, but play whoever you want in defense. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so now we've kind of wrapped up everything. We'll give our final – oh, Corey, you have some? Yeah, uh, just before we get to Nick's uh, Diamond Hands dozen uh, parlay pick, uh, teaser this Thank week. Uh, oh. so Five-team teaser very quickly. 25 to win, 125. Um, give me the Falcons plus three. Bucks move down to minus four. Give me the Washington football team at plus eight and a half and give me the Titans plus one and a half and Packers plus three. Six and a half point teaser. Plus one plus three three three. So that's that's my play. So uh, if anyone has anything else, I mean I don't I've uh I think we've reached the end unless yeah. Anyone else have any teasers? Time for the diamond dozen. Yeah, I, I won't give a teaser on this one. I like okay. more pieces. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. People uh, scour the internet for days and days. They try all sorts of uh, out-of-your-garage businesses and uh, looking for ways to make their first million. 
all they have to do is tune in to, tune in to us every week. So uh, we're on week two here. So if you're just starting out, you're going to want to put $88 on your road to a million on the line here for the Diamond Dozen. That's what you should call it. It's not Diamond. Just call it the Road to a Million. Road to a Million. Well, it's the same thing. It's a 12-pick 12, 12 parlay. I'm pretty much taking all the points that I could possibly get. That's my strategy here. There's not much else to it. I pretty much go to the alternate spreads, see what's going to give me the most points. Forget the odds. I don't care about that. I'm parlaying it 12 ways. I'm going to quadruple 5X my money. <laughs> Can't do that in the stock market in a year. All right, go. Just yeah. what, are the, what are these terrible all right. We're st- we're starting out tomorrow. It's uh, the least amount of points on the whole slate, plus seven Seahawks. Okay. Okay. I think it's good. All Could right. be a game changer right off the bat, but uh, we'll see. Um, all right. So then we got some uh, heavy points games. We got Jets plus seventeen over the Falcons. Lock. Steelers plus twelve and a half over the Broncos. Lock. Lions plus twenty four over the Vikings. We all know how I feel about the Lions. They're uh, ready to go. That's a lock. Texans plus 24. I think that that might be the only points I get, but uh, I don't see the Patriots putting up much more than 24. So let's uh, let's cheers and hope they get a field goal or something because that's a bust if not. Um, then we got Jaguars plus 19. I think that one's pretty safe. I like uh, Eagles plus 14 and a half. And uh, then we got the Dolphins plus 24 and a half as well. We got Washington football team plus 14 and a half. Bears plus 20. 49ers <laughs> plus 13 and a half. Kind of scared about that one too. And actually the lowest points, I was wrong. It wasn't the Seahawks. It's the uh, Green Bay Packers. Oh, no. That's going to ruin it for you. What's, what's, it could be. What are the what odds here? So it's 88 to win 665. Wow. Damn. That's actually well, it's not bad at all. It's a terrible bet, but I'm just like the payout. I'm, I'm here for work. it because if it hits next week, you got to put a $600 parlay it's together. Hard, yeah. And I'm and very excited. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That will eclipse anything that's ever touched my bankroll. <laughs> um, this, this yeah, I'm guaranteeing, is I'm, not hitting this week. I'm known in my friend circles as the conservative better throwing five dollar parlays. I'm like, ah, if you lose it, you lose it. But uh, just you know, if you win, money, right? you turn nothing into something, right? Just but mostly, but mostly with you is if you lose it, you lose it. Yeah, but yep. you don't really the downside risk. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this week's show. Um, we'll be back next week uh, for week six. Anyone have anything else to add at the end of the show here? No. Go Colts. Go Saints. And go Browns. (laughs) Sayonara.